The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Hello and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show, bringing you the best in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. And it's a Wednesday, and we're very excited because we got a really great show going. Before we get started, let me introduce my cool, outrageous man about town, Mr. Ron Russell. And how are you today? I feel fabulous. I am in a wild mood because we have la- hit the, the desk one more time and knock my I drink can't over, help it. Jimmy. I'm going to crucify Just you today. He does it every week. He bangs I the have desk a chair that has a deliberately thing on it. to knock the iced no, tea I down don't. my crotch <laughs> so that I'm uncomfortable for two, <laughs> for two hours, hours on the show, on the show. with oh, yeah. a wet crotch. Anyway. I mean, that's funny. <laughs> Getting back to what I was saying before, the iced tea almost fell in my, you know where. Uh, Lance Bass is a cool guy, fun guy, and we all love him. Really and truly, we love him. And I'm so excited to uh, be able to torture him today with some crazy questions I'm going to ask him. Anyway. Um, and we got B.D. Freeman from VH1. Right. Who's another cool guy. Great comedian. Who is a comic. So today should be a lot of laughs, fun, and good time show. And we want to also give a shout out and say hello to our man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. What's going yeah, on, everyone? Ronnie. Hey, Jimmy. Chad, baby. What's doing? Hey. We're going to be down there next week doing our show. That's what from I hear. the studio. Cool beans. So we'll be able to see your handsome face as we work. Oh, jeez. You're so kind. Let's you party! What up, chat room? You are handsome. I'm going to take a picture of you while I'm down there. I want them to see the body on you. You're like the Hulk. Exactly. And you're the so Hulk. good looking with that huge body. And I think we should post it next week on the show. Because not too okay. many people know what you look like. I like that. And I think that we'd get a lot better attendance if they saw you like in a G-string probably. You wow. know, flexing. Okay. I, I think we get all the girls and gay guys to really jump into our show all right i'll, I'll ponder on that one yeah, there you well, go no, you're hot you're hot goodies honey let me tell you right. so chad to just let everybody know what's going on with the video because everybody in the chat room is talking about it we don't have video you guys i think but, i like, got nobody's it nobody's videoing it Wait, anyway i think i got it you got it check your video oh, it could I be working right now if i'm not on television okay you know i'm <laughs> a tv quit. performer i'm not a radio person how you're both you? now <laughs> how dare you cut my so is it working face? chad i believe so i'm gonna go yeah, check yeah they said video yay they can oh, see good us deal. now hello everyone all right you guys so hit the itv button at the top of the W4CY.com page, and you can see Ron and I in the studio. <laughs> Yay! We want to give get a it, shout Ron, out to it. everybody in the chat room. Hello, 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 and thanks for tuning in. We got Dave Hughes from Stars Now, Lady Lake, Ginger Irish, Ken Pettigrew from the Ken Pettigrew Show, Thursday nights, 8 p.m. Pacific Time, KenPettigrew.com. And my very Rebel good, Valley, I hear an echo. Well, and my very good friend from Florida, Burton Gazar. An actor who is so handsome, and he's a dancer, and he dances, I believe it's at the Crystal Ballroom every Sunday. He teaches the, um, 
What's it called? I don't know. Salsa or something? Sal- salsa, no. The salsa something. I used to do it. <laughs> the hustle. The salsa hustle. And he's fabulous. So if ever you want to dance your little titties off, go to the ballroom. I forgot where it is. Or your big titties. Yeah, Burton. You're, you're in the, the, the room there. Type in what the name of it is and then I'll you're say. You're in the room there. Whatever the hell that room is. <laughs> you know, it's a riot. I have over 23,000 Twitters. I swear hey, to God I do. And I don't know what to do with these friggin' people. And I tell that to Jimmy. Now I've got them. What do I do with them? So I wrote on Facebook today. I don't twat, twit, tweet. I don't know what I'm doing. I have no idea why I'm on it. But Jimmy said, you have to be on it if you want good media. So now I got good media. What do I do? There you go. Also, I want to give a shout-out before we call our first guest. Uh, I want to give a shout-out to Chris Truesdale, all you guys who are like like like, like Lance Bass, uh, boy band member, fans, Dream Street. He was the, the, the cute guy in Dream Street. Today's his birthday. He's super cool. We're going to have him on the show in a couple weeks, so we want to wish him a very happy birthday. And uh, it says Gold, Ball, Gold Coast Ballroom, and he does the hustle. Gold Coast Ballroom. And what town is that? That's not it's in Boca. Boca. Yeah, it is. is it poker? Yeah, because that's where anyway, my dad goes. Okay, Gold Coast Ballroom. Go there and look for Burton. He's the cute, like, Mexican-looking guy, really sexy. Dark, dark eyes, dark, great bod, great dancer. So all you all... Oh, he says Coconut Creek, so you're right. Oh, Coconut Creek. There so you go. So all you old broads out there that want to thrill, go to the ballroom and dance with Burton. There you go. It's in Coconut Creek. So, again, we want to give a shout-out to everybody. Um, we're going to go ahead and call our first guest. Chad, see if you can Skype him first. I'm going to try to add him to the group. Okay. I wish Lance go ahead. would Skype in, but, you know, Lance is being wedged. Poor Lance. Uh, wait, wait. Like, hello, hello, hello. BD Freeman, oh, what's up? Are. He is hey, Skype. Hey, how you doing? BD? There we go. Good boy. You did it. Yay. <laughs> hey, everybody. We got it. on the line BD Freeman. From hey, v- Actually, he's a famous comedian, and he's also hosts all kinds of shows on VH1. We want to welcome you to the Jimmy Star Show. Thank you. It's happy. I'm happy to be here. Oh, is that just a photo, or are you Skyping in? That's a photo. I'm Skyping. She got great teeth. Where'd you get those teeth from? Did you buy them, or were you, were you born with them? You got fabulous teeth. Lucky Listen, born with. Them. Are you? Are they were born with them? Lucky dog. Listen, are you Skyping in? Yeah, I'm Skyping. I don't know. So why how come you're frozen? I see you sitting there. Now move a little bit. No, I don't. I think that that's the picture. <laughs> Chad, what is that? How does no, that he's work? Skyping, so he I should. Yeah, but there's talk Skype and there's video Skype. Oh, I think that's just Skype. a profile pic, and you guys are actually frozen. The ones that are frozen. Oh really? Oh, we're yeah. frozen. I can. Do I look good in the freeze? Can you see there that? There we go. BD, can you see them? I see you guys moving around in the whole thing. Okay. Okay. I'm frozen. You're not seeing me. Okay. Right, so I hear you're a comedian. Make me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> there, I just laughed. Wait, wait, wait. Before we do that, BD, we got a chat room full of people. Say hello to everybody in the chat room. Yo, what's up, chat room? What's good? There we go. I like that. He's getting that whole voice thing in there. He's, he's totally radio, total radio. And where and where and where are you calling us from? What state do you live in? I am in uh I'm in Bel Air, California. There oh, excuse go. me, Bel Air. Excuse me. Pardon me. What? Bel Air. I used to live in Beverly Hills on Spalding Drive across from the high school. Oh, yeah, man. I was 306 South Spalding Drive. He can I, tell everybody his address now because he doesn't oh, I don't live, live there, there anymore. anymore. <laughs> no, no, I don't. 
we sold that house years ago after my divorce. I, I got rid of the wife in the house. That's not true. <laughs> she was very nice. She died uh, a couple about a year ago, so I have to be nice. <laughs> well, she was nice. Too bad she didn't want her kids and hadn't seen them in 35 years. But that's another story. Um, anyway, so let's go. Wow, man. <laughs> let's go on with the show, babe. What do you right, got to I'm tell ready. us? All right. So first of all, like, let's let give everybody a little bit of uh, a background. Let's give some people some background of what you do. I know you're uh, on VH1. Is VH1? You record that stuff in in uh, California, or is that? Or do you have to go to New York? No, we uh, we do the show in LA and New York. There's part of the cast that's in LA, and there's part of the cast that's in New York. There's like four of us comedians who drive the show, and then. There's a lot of guests and people who come on and uh, shot both here in L.A. and in New York. Okay. And so, like, what show are you at? Because now you're, they just did the revamp of I, the I Love, I Love the series, right? So that's yeah, what you're working yeah. on now? So which yeah, one I, is it? Well, uh, I bet this is my fifth season on The Greatest. And, uh, yeah, we just shot the revamp of uh, the I Love show. So that premieres on the 17th. Uh, oh, that's oh, it's not even out yet. That's awesome. So we got you right before you're about to hit it big again. See that? Listen, could yeah, you do me a favor? Could you do could you do me a favor? Get in your car and drive up Bellagio Drive and go to I think it's number one oh six Bellagio, Bellagio Drive. That's Jaja Gabor's house. See if that old bitch is still kicking. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. She should have been dead now by now. For years Be she's nice, been dying, darling. but she refuses to die. She's like Satan anyway. So devils <laughs> don't Lord. die. And this old crow is gonna live on like two or three hundred years wow. and cast wicked spells on everybody around her. I know Jaja. I don't like you, Zaza. You know, nice. All right. Hey, what, what happened to what happened to the like? Everyone is nice. Don't say the, the Lana Turner. Lana Turner, who I knew, said to me, Ron, remember one thing in show business: everybody's nice, everybody's talented, everybody's wonderful. Never say anything negative because it'll go against you in your career. Because Lana Turner never said a bad word to anybody. She just stabbed her ex-lover to death. That was what she did. <laughs> I mean, I wish she would have remembered her own words when she plunged a knife into him and made her daughter Cheryl take the rap. But anyway, that's another story. Jaja Gabor was dear friends with my friend Mr. Blackwell. And Richard and I went up to her house. And her dog pooped on the rug. And she was on her knees cleaning the poop. And she wouldn't look at me when she met me or was introduced to me. She continued cleaning the poop poop ignoring Blackwell and myself so Blackwell turns around and he said something really uh, witty to her I don't remember what it was but something about like get off your knees you're not going to get anywhere with us because we're gay and uh, she just was nasty as all could be anyway that wasn't really a very good like ending to that story kind of like no but Blackwell, <laughs> Blackwell Mr. Blackwell the 10 worst dress list was the wittiest man I knew he was the funniest guy and he was my dear 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 best best friend all right so let's go back to our guest <laughs> yes our guest well we got to warm him up we got to make him feel comfortable that he knows he's with insane people and that he could let it go and become a crack nut like we are there Not you go crack, crack I, up I'm, I feel like I'm on like biography it is biography. Now, you know, let's hear your biography. You're married? Are you married? Yeah, man. Yeah, how many man. kids you got? Two boys. And how many girlfriends on the side? Uh, I don't know, three or four. <laughs> you're a busy man. <laughs> so let's tell us, since you're doing the reboot, let's talk about the reboot first a little bit. Cause 
I love everything on VH1. So you're rebooting the series. It starts in like a, what is today? Today's the 11th. So it's next week. It starts next week. Uh, yeah, tell us a little yeah. bit about what's going on with the series. Has it changed at all in the reboot or is it kind of the same just with you or what's going on? Yeah, well, you know, I mean, I try to put my spin on it. You know, I mean, it, it's going to be the same format and everything, but it's fresh uh, comedian. So it's uh, me and Lonnie and uh, Sherrod Small and... You know, I mean, it's just, it's really cool people, you know, and gang, it's just, yeah. it's hilarious, you know what I mean? But it's going to be that same format, but it's got that new spin because, you know, I'm starring on the show now, so there you there go. There you go. You know, I did stand-up for 40, oh, I can't say how many years, I don't know how old I am. Well, 45 years I did stand-up, I started at five. So, I, you know, clubs back in those days were so polite and so nice, and everybody sat there quietly while you worked, and they laughed on cue. I go to the comedy clubs today. They're screaming, yelling, smoking, drinking, beating each other up. I mean, it's an insane group to work with. How do you go about keeping your audience in tow? Well, the audience has to trust you. You know, like when you get up and you grab that microphone, you've got to, you've got to do it with authority. And you have to have a point of view. You have to have something it is that you're trying to say. If you're not going to do that, then the audience is just not going to go with you. Because it is. It is a wilder audience. Because everything right now... It's like vaudeville, you know. It's it, it's it, there's a billion different entertainers people can see, and if they don't dig you, then they're gonna tune out on you. Like even if they're sitting right in front of you, they'll tune mm -hmm. out. On you. So well, you have to grab them with authority. And if you, but I always do it like nice. Like I'm all like I believe in niceness. Like I believe that I'm there for you. You know, with all the stuff that's happening for me and the in TV and all of that. It's like I see it go to people's heads and then comedians, the audience comes in and the comedian treats the audience like they're secondary, you know, uh, they're almost like they're there entertaining themselves. Well, the audience today thinks that they're part of your show and that can disrupt you while you're well, working. They, 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 but <clears throat> if you let them think that, if right. you let them think that. Because the first person that speaks up, like, it's a, it's a rule of threes with me. If somebody speaks up, I'll politely tell them to stop. If they do it again, I'll be a little more harsh. If they do it again, I'll enlist the audience to help me tell them to shut up. And then after that, all bets are <laughs> off. And then I just destroy them. And put them in counseling for I the next. I absolutely love I the love way it. you said. I get the audience to participate. Can you imagine sitting like in a club with like five hundred people, and then all five hundred people tell you to shut the f up? No, I mean <laughs> today they do that. I mean in my day, the audiences were so respected. I think out of my whole career, and just don't forget, I did this in drag as the uh, the legendary actress Jane Russell. So I sang as a woman, acted as a woman, portrayed a woman. So when I went on stage, I got a lot of critiquing from the audience, like, wow, you're very tall, and things like that. And I said, yeah, and I got a dick too. So get, get over it. I'm not a woman, stupid. I'm an illusionist who's giving you the illusion of being a woman. And that's about the strongest I ever got with anyone in my audience. If anybody was bad, we looked at the bouncers, gave the wink, and out they went. Do they do that still today? No, they don't do that today. You're, all, you're, you're pretty much on your own. The bouncers should be on top of that stuff, but they usually not. So you have to take control of that audience yourself. So if you have somebody that is, you know, being rude, like I said, I roll with my rule of threes and just do it like that. Love but, it. Uh, no. Yeah, there's people, I've seen people lose it, though, man. I've seen people. Like, <laughs> oh, I've seen comedians out, today. 
I saw one guy throw a glass at somebody in the audience. He was drinking water. No, it was a bottle of maybe a plastic bottle of water. And he tossed it at this guy in the audience. The guy was really rude. That was out in L.A. at the comedy club. In fact, Joan Rivers was there that night. And I was in the green room and Joan Rivers just said to me, I've never seen anything in all my years like this. I mean, the, the, the comedian, I won't mention his name, but he totally lost it. And when he well, came back happens. into the green room, he was crying. He was a, a mess. Yeah, it happens, man, because you got to think, like, <clears throat> you're on the road, like, every single day. You're doing two, three shows a night. I mean, you're burnt out as it is. Mm -hmm. And you're trying to, like, write all this new material. So you, you know how it is. It's like you're putting mm -hmm. new material in your act. Well, you, you, each town is a different audience you have to play yeah, to. Yeah, each town like a different, is a different thing. Mm -hmm. Now, I toured for 10 years before I came to L.A. because... I wanted to make sure that I got a job when I got here. I wanted to be able to do everything that I could possibly do. Sing, dance, tell jokes, do you know impressions, anything that I could do. And uh, so I was in front of every single kind of audience. And yeah, man, I mean, it's like every once in a while, you just see somebody who's been on that grind for months and months and months. Mm -hmm. and then somebody starts up in an audience, and then they just absolutely lose it and have a meltdown mm -hmm. actually i have a question for you from from somebody in the chat room too because it says they've been to a lot of comedy clubs when the comic teases somebody up in the front how do you know when it when is like teasing like has gone like as far as it Too could far. go without like really like upsetting the people when he stops you from performing and you lose your moment that is the worst thing that they can do is make you lose your moment all right bd you answered right that. right baby bd what's his name bd Oh, it's Bobby. His name is Bobby. It's oh, you're called B.D. Freeman. But, but, oh, I yeah, thanks for being such a huge fan. <laughs> no, what's your, what's your real he name? He never knows anybody. I, you know what? If I met you ten times, I still wouldn't remember your name. <laughs> You'd be the guy with the nice teeth. And I'd say to Jimmy, who's the guy with the, the beautiful teeth? Is he coming on the show? People become descriptions at my age. Listen, B.D., um... I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, no, See, no, that, I wanted him when to you lose the, the moment. Oh, yeah. Did you ever lose the moment because of a heckler? No, no, that wasn't the question. Well, that's my question. I know, but I want him to answer the question we just asked him. What was the question? I forgot. <laughs> Jimmy, when you get to be my age, you're lucky you know which way to put How your pants on. How do you know, on. like, if you're, if, you're like, if you're, like, playing around with somebody in the audience in the front, like, and you've joked about them a bunch of times, how do you know mm. when is the time to actually, like, stop that you might go too far? Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, here's what I think about that. I was trained by a guy named Bob Hansen, who was a guy who was one of the last vaudeville guys. He I was think I know those, Bob Hansen. Yeah, he, 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 he actually, I was the last person on the road with him. He was, uh, you know, he was very old, but he was so freaking funny. And, um, and he always said that guys who tease the people in the front rows, that's bad news because it means that they don't really have an act. Exactly. You know, they don't really they don't really have something to say. And um, I know that everybody does it and I've done it before, too. But it should be my rule is that it should be an aside. You know, what I'm saying right. that's not right. that's not your dish. That's a little that, that's a little snack. That's a little, you know, and yeah. that person just paid like thirty five, forty, fifty dollars. He's got a date. By the time it's done, he might have spent a hundred uh, two hundred dollars in the club that night. He didn't That's come right. here to sit with me and have you destroy him for everybody mm -hmm. else's amusement, you know. Yeah. Uh, so, well, uh, so for me, uh, it's always it always has to be an aside. If it's more than an aside, then I'm not doing my job. 
I, I, I never thought about else, it. I don't know, but it's true. I, I never like, thought about because, that. Because in the old days, in the old days, I'm sorry. I have an echo. Because if you go when you go into the comedy clubs, you'll know if there's good comedy, if they have good comedians there or bad comedians by how people sit. If you see people sitting back from the first row, if the first row is full and then on back, they get good comedians there. If nobody's sitting in the front row and it's going on back from there, then they got bad comedians there. Because no, that's, that's what's feel. happened. Yeah, you, you could feel all it, these, you know. You you have have in these, the old days... All they do is insult uh, the people who are who are sitting there in the front row, and is you know, I mean, to me, that's then, just not. Then they become the show, and the others don't, and it's a bad thing to do. In the old days, you would never be rebooked in that club if you ever attacked or went after any of the audience. When Don Rickles started doing that, his ass was kicked out of three or four big clubs in New York that I worked. Because they said, no way, he insults the audience. People on the way out said, fuck him, I'm not coming back. Or, oh, oh iHeart's going to have a fit now because I said, F, well, anyway, they'll, they'll grow up and get over it. So anyway, they lost money because people got out and said, I'm not going to go see Don Rickles. What if he starts insulting me because I'm old, fat, ugly? So he actually lost audiences. Somebody tipped him off and he got smart. And he turned it around and started to bomb himself. Actually, we have a <clears throat> uh, also BD. We're in the chat room. We have a a, a a a person who his name's Ken Pettigrew, and he's an up and coming comedian. He's actually played the Comedy Store a couple times. He's pretty funny. He hosts Very a funny. he also hosts a political like radio show. That's how we actually like mm -hmm. met him. But uh, but how about just give a shout out to Ken Pettigrew? I think he'll dig it since you're like a super famous comedian. He's on his way to be a famous comedian. Uh, how about just give him a shout out? All right, Ken, here's a shout-out to you from BD. There Just you go. Uh, I love it. Ken is so ahead of the time. Hey, Ken. Hang in there. Hey, hey, man. Keep trying. No, I'm hearing a terrible echo on my head. So I, don't, I don't know. I don't, when he's speaking, it's like he's over, and I'm on top of him. I'm, I'm rolling over on him. I think you just got to let him finish. I no, I'm like, doing that. Now the echo stopped. Okay. Hey, BD, say something real quick. Uh, hey. There you go. <laughs> no, that would say a sentence. <laughs> say a sentence. Say, say, hey, say, 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 Ron Russell is the best in the world. Oh, <laughs> I'll say that uh, it was pretty awesome to hear Ron talk about rolling over on me and being See, on top. It is. He rolls over in my headset. <laughs> okay. He, his voice is rolling. Rolling. If you knew theater, you'd know what rolling over meant, Jimmy. That's all right. I just wait you. for him to finish talking and we'll be I fine. I have to pause it now. There okay. you go. Just pause a little bit. There you go. So, Beanie, let's go back to like what you got going on. First of all, okay, you're also the host of the greatest series on VH1. I love all these VH1 shows. I think it's great that, that you know, obviously you do a great job or they wouldn't be putting you on all these shows. So, you you know, it's it's a it's a true kudos to you. Um, one of the things that I like enjoyed a lot is the 100 Most Shocking Music Moments. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, like share. how was that talk about that and what was the most shocking out of all the most shocking music moments what was like the most shocking one for you <clears throat> oh geez Pro for me i think it was when um i guess i guess you could say this was a music moment but it was when kanye was on uh on uh i think it was cnn with uh um my man oh now i can't think of his name you know from uh, uh join the club <laughs> Join the club, baby. When he, was, when he was on with Mike Myers, and he said that Bush doesn't care about black people. Man, that was so great. That was so great because, because 
<laughs> it was so great because Mike Myers didn't know it was coming because they were reading off a few cards. And Mike Myers just is standing there. He's standing there and he just turns white when Kanye says this. I mean, he <laughs> turns pale. He just turns pale. And then, uh, and then you can tell that he's thinking, should I say something or should I just do the cue card? And in the end, he just did the cue card because he was like, man, I know them bushes, man. They, uh, I'm not really from here. I'm Canadian. I better not. You know, <laughs> just ship my ass out of here. Let me just finish. Let me just read this cue card. And it was so funny to watch him do it because Kanye was like, because they were, it was, it was after the, it was after, um, um, the floods in, uh, in New Orleans, you know, right, so right. They, were, they were, they were on and they were, they were asking for people to help, you know, money, blood, all of that. And, um, so they're like, you know, um, you can give money, you can give to the Red Cross today, and it can really make a difference for uh, for the people in New Orleans. And then Kanye said, President Bush doesn't care about black people. And then Mike Myers said, <laughs> That's because Mike he was, said, Mike that's because, said, <laughs> I'm sorry. That's because his white side is prejudiced against his black side. <laughs> He is half and half, you know, so I guess he's got to be a little anti-black. No, he's talking about President Bush, not I'm, President. Oh, President Obama, I'm thinking of. Oh, Bush <laughs> Bush was from another planet. He was really green. He was like man, a Martian you, person. What are you talking about, man? What oh, are you I'm talking talk, I'm about you. Obama. You're talking, I'm, I'm telling you, about, when I'm you get to be 50, Obama call me. Listen, BD, when you get to be 50, call me, and then you'll understand. You will understand what it's all about. I love you, man. I love you. I love you, too, but I thought you were talking about Obama. I said, that son of a bitch doesn't like black people. He's half white. That's the white side that hates the black side. I would honestly have you to like... Oh, Bush hated everybody. I just want to have you to a dinner party, man, with just a bunch of black people and just be like... I got news you know, for you, baby. We'll, we'll be like, we'll be talking about the struggle of the black man. We'll be like, man, it's so hard to be black in America. You don't know what's going on. And then you'll cut in and just go, let yeah, me tell you up. something. Holla, up, my 1967. Stop I was hanging out that night. Get out of you today. Well, I hate him sometimes. He knocks my mic over. He's like a nut. I'm not like Listen, a nut, but I can't hear you're what talking he's to me. You're talking to me about black people. I'm terribly in love with BNGB, my gorgeous black woman. She's a singer. Hang on. And also, I'm in an all-black reality show. I'm the white guy that does the crazy shit with all my black friends. I mean, also, we have Lily McLeod, who's my dearest, loving, wonderful black singer, who's singing her new hot song, which is What About the Beautiful Children? Do you know who, do you know who BNGB is? Do you remember gorgeous. her from the MC Hammer days? Gorgeous. B? No, I think that was a little bit before my time. If you ever saw her, you'd fall in love with her. She's the most beautiful black woman in the world. There's not even Lena Horne, not even Dina, uh, what called, Dorothy Dandridge. Nobody is as beautiful as NGB. She is breathtaking. Actually, we're going to be releasing her new <clears throat> single soon. And she's a blonde. Well, well, like a, a black blonde. I'll introduce you on Twitter just so you can see how beautiful she is, even then, and she could, you know, even though you got like three or four other girlfriends. So somebody's <laughs> got you beat with me being in an all-black show, baby. <laughs> how can you? How can you beat a black man because you're in an all-black show? 
I'm I'm in an all black <laughs> show, and I'm the only. I went to a, I went to a party, a big big a press party at Angie B's mansion in Atlanta, Georgia, and I was my normal self, and I had an audience of all the guests, and they loved me, and they were screaming because I talk about white people and how they treated black people in my neighborhood, and I use the real truth. I don't feather it up or cut it out. You know, I say they were niggers in my neighborhood, and people hated them, and I'm the truth. This is what really is. It's time that we stop sugarcoating all this bullshit with the N-word and the this-word. The facts are stupid white people are prejudiced against gays, Jews, and blacks. They're morons. Let's bring it out into the open. Nobody uh, dares do that. So the producer who is, what's the name? I, I don't know. We can't, I, you can't talk about it because it hasn't hit the airwaves. So you're not well, really anyway, supposed to be talking about I talk, it. I talk from the white viewpoint and I tell the truth about how stupid. I mean, I used to walk down the street in the early days of the portable radio and I had rock and roll on. And I had people say to me in the street, get those niggas off before we beat the shit out of you. And I used to fight with them. I mean, this is what I'm all about. I'm about saying, you know, black is not about slavery. It was in the 1960s and 50s, too. People are mean, and people are mean to people that are different. And I, my thing and my platform in life is to change that and stop your stupid thinking and accept people for who they are and love everyone. doesn't matter what color, race, or, or gay, straight, Chinese, fuck I care. Anyway, that's enough of that crap. So there you go, baby. Aren't you glad you came in for the lecture? <laughs> <laughs> no, and I also tell black people, you knock off your prejudice too, because you're prejudiced against white people, and you shouldn't do that either. It's just as wrong for blacks to hate whites as whites to hate blacks. How about just for people to hate people? It doesn't I matter what it is. I hate that. I hate the word hate. I hate. I just wish that we could all this be is in harmony. Too We're an entertainment no, I'm not, show. Why I, well, well, I'm entertaining the people that are interested. <laughs> not everybody's a dumb dummy that wants to hear music, you know. There are some people that say, does this idiot old man have any intelligence? For a while, I might. But anyway, <laughs> um, I just feel that we should love everybody we meet. And the people that are nasty and no good, kill them. So, <laughs> <laughs> kill them. That's nice. so go back. So, Beatty, like, that was one of the most shocking moments. And, uh, you know, and Kanye West is kind of like Ron. He's kind of, like, outspoken and says what he thinks anyway. Like, when Kanye West, like... We say the truth. Like, like I think the most... No, we're not always. Kanye West doesn't always say the truth. I say I the truth that, uh, all the time. I could back it. Was one of the shocking moments when Kanye West went on uh, on the MTV Awards and, and when Taylor Swift won and said that Beyonce is the greatest singer and her album should have won or whatever? Was that one of the shocking moments? Yeah, it was, man. I mean, I thought it was just hilarious, though. I thought I mean, it was I, hilarious, but I just thought it was like kind of like disrespect. I, I thought it was disrespectful, and I'm not even a Taylor Swift fan, actually. Like I like Beyonce like significantly better than I like Taylor Swift, but I think that uh, like to steal the moment like that, I thought it was kind of. I mean, I did think it was funny, but I also like if it was me, I wouldn't have liked it. Like, uh, and no, so I just thought not. it was. Of course not. You would like somebody going up there and doing that, but it was hilarious, though, man. Yeah, <laughs> it was hilarious because Taylor Swift was like, huh. Yeah, and, then, and then they showed Beyonce in the audience, and Beyonce covered her face, and she was like, she was like, brother, please get down off that stage. Don't bring me into this. Yeah, <laughs> which is actually true. You know, actually, B-N-G-B looks like Beyonce, right? Yeah. The same look, except Angie's even prettier. And Angie's no chicken. Angie's about, what, 50? Uh, you can't tell people's age. Well, on she the tells radio. it all the time. No, she does. She was a very famous rock and roll singer no, in the eighties. She was a singer, not rock and roll. <clears throat> oh, what was she? Ja a blue, a blue a rhythm and blues. R and B, rhythm and blues. 
Oh, Jesus, today I better take a, a, a brain pill. That's okay. You know why? He, he mixes up rock and roll because, like, because like in his day, rock and roll was like the Temptations and stuff or whatever, like those older no, bands I was, were considered. it was Diana Ross. It was all the great black singers of our time. I know, the but like you guys made... called it rock and roll, but our generation doesn't call it rock and roll. Our generation, and his gen and Beatty's like uh, way younger than me, so his generation doesn't call it Beattie, rock and roll Beatty, if I say rock and roll, do you know what I'm talking about? It depends on what area you're talking about. Just rock and roll music in general. No, because it's say, not the same. Say I mean, you heard roll, Earth Angel and all those no, songs. There's no more broadcasting. That's why there's no more rock and roll. What does that mean? It means that there's uh, everything is narrow casting. Right. It's not broad. Right. Like now there's rock, R&B, soul, jazz, hip hop. You know, like all so today. Down. If so, if the, if the if the platters or the Temptations came out today, now they'd be called R&B. They wouldn't be rock and roll. Correct. That right. stinks. That stinks. Don't put down rock and roll because I'm, I'm going to get you guys on that. <laughs> <laughs> I fought for rock and roll. Are you kidding? Yeah, like now it's not considered that. though. So I think because Beatty's from a younger generation, like when you say rock and roll, he thinks rock and roll, rock and roll. Like So like for him, the temptations wouldn't fit. We had some era. of the best artists in the world singing rock and roll in the 50s, 60s, and early 70s. You can't beat the black groups that we had. They were, who's I mean, your favorite artist again? Mine, Tina Turner. I'd marry her tomorrow. No, no. No, who's the other one we have like listened to all the time? I forgot. Johnny Mathis. There you go. Do you know I, who Johnny I, Mathis is, BD? Oh, yeah. I ran into Johnny Mathis at the grocery store. Oh, my God. Where, so, in, did in, so did I. I ran into him in the food basket in Hollywood, West Hollywood. Yeah, I saw him in uh, Beverly Hills at, at Whole Foods. Whole Foods. Yeah, I, I, I know him also. He's a sweetheart of a guy. Yeah, very really shy, nice. very kind, loving man, yeah. fabulous voice, the best singer in the world. Yeah, my mom likes Johnny Mathis, so I knew I knew who he was yeah. from her old uh, but, album. But we, we have a, a, a history of black entertainment that goes way back, way back to the but 30s. But they used to call that rock and roll, but we don't call that rock and no, roll No, they now. called it in the 20s and 30s, they called it jazz. Then jazz became rock and roll. But it was when, when, when What's-A-Face, Ethel Waters used to sing at the Apollo Theater in the late 20s. You know who Ethel Waters is? Not Ethel. Ella Waters. No, Ethel Waters. I'm sorry. Do you know who she is, BD? No, I don't know who that is. I don't know who you she don't know is who either. she is? You have shame on you. She's one of the first black entertainers to come onto the white circuit. And she was a star. And she was a movie actress also. But she was the one that sang My Man before Barbara anybody else did it, before Fanny Bryce did it. And she, uh, she was phenomenal. Do you know who Mom's Maybelline is? Of course, Mom's Maybelline. I peed myself from her. <laughs> oh, I did. The first time I, I went to the, we used to hang out at the Apollo when I was a young kid. And we, I saw Mom's, I couldn't breathe. I could not, I couldn't stop laughing. I was crying. She's the greatest comedian we ever had. Better you than Joan up? Rivers. Better than Actually, Jones. like, let's go back to you because, like, we had Christopher. First of all, two things. I'll, we'll do this one and come back because I have a question in the chat room. But uh, we had Christopher Titus on a couple of uh, weeks ago, and he was like really, really funny. Who are who are some of your contemporaries that you think are like just like the funniest, you know, comedians out there besides yourself? Because you can't name yourself. You mean the, the okay for the people that I work? With, I know this is going to sound. I don't want this to sound bad. I don't really like. It's not that I don't like anybody. It's just I'm sort of a purist about what it is that I do, so I really don't watch anybody. Okay. You know, um, I watch the guys that came before me because I don't want to sound like everybody else that's out there. It's kind of like with music, you know, a band breaks and then all of a sudden everybody, everybody has that same sound. 
Like, yes. I don't be like that. I don't want to be influenced by by everybody because I am such a huge fan of everyone. And um, I'll, I'll break this on your show right now. Um, this is the first time I'm saying it publicly, but I can't give a whole lot of information yet. But but uh, I signed a deal for my own talk show. And, there you uh, go. And I stopped when I signed the deal. I stopped watching. Um, the other and, hosts. Yeah, I stopped watching Conan. So get I, off our show now <laughs> before it's too late. Actually, <laughs> I stopped I wanna, watching uh, all the late night guys because. Yeah, just I, let me ask I, you. Wait, like, shut I, up, I, Jamie. I want to. I, I, I have this friggin' echo that I really do. Put my change headsets. Okay, change headsets. And we're changing I headsets. Care. I don't care. I just I can't hear what he's saying to make a comment. You're gonna hear an echo in right. when you speak. So BD. BD, first of all, congratulations. I think that's freaking awesome. Second of all, like, oh, I want to tell everybody they need to go to bdfreeman.com and uh, uh, check out all your different yeah, stuff. I out, noticed but, it. but it'll be better if they actually, because we're working on the website right now. I know that site is up and everything, and that's cool, and I want people to go there, but it'd actually be better if they just go to like Facebook, catch me on Facebook, because we're, oh. because we're still working on the site. Now he's fixing the friggin' headset. Okay, well, I, he has the echo I don't too. hear an echo. I just can't hear. There we go. Now I can no, hear. No, because when, he's, um, when he speaks and you speak, your voice is delayed and it goes into his voice. You know what, though? The BDFreeman.com, just to let you know, like I was on it today for like an hour. You have the best pictures on there for people who want to see pictures of you. Oh, and yeah. That's teeth. Cool pictures. The pictures and everything are fun. And I read on there, too, that for a while there was talk about you doing, like, late night, trying to be the late night host. So the fact that now you're going to have a TV show that you can't talk about yet, but you will be able to talk about soon. Congratulations to you. I think wow. you're going to be great at it, and I think that's now, just a fantastic let me, thing. Let me just take it over. Well, you know, I can, I can talk about it. I just can't tell the... the no, I realize, we realize that. Stuff. Listen, is it going to be a late night TV talk show host? Yes. Are you going to be on a major channel? Yes. Are you going to be on the Black Network? Uh, I can't tell. You are. <laughs> oh, you are. You're going to be on the Black no, no, Network. Don't, don't do it that way. Don't yeah, do I'm going to. Of course, it's like playing. Uh, I've got a secret. Years ago, remember the panel show? We didn't play that. No. Well, you you weren't born yet, you <laughs> moron. Um, anyway, um, anyway, I'm on that network too, and I'm not allowed no, to talk about it. No, there's more than one network. No, there's... I'm on the one that, that. I know, but it's different. Mine is the Black Network. No, it's not the. Not one. Oprah. I'm not on Oprah. Okay, you can't talk about yours. He can't talk about yours, and you definitely can't mention networks because you we will you'll get fired. Why would I get fired? Because it's not all done yet, and you can't be talking about stuff until it's actually done. Tough titty. You're not supposed to bring tough it up titty. at all. Yeah, you're going to tough titty the, that big paycheck? <laughs> not the paycheck I get <laughs> well, from you, that's for I sure. I know. Well, anyway, oh. let's go back. So, Beatty, I think that's awesome. Congratulations. I think the whole thing is fabulous. Somebody in the chat room is asking us, if, do you consider yourself to be a walking encyclopedia of pop culture? Does it come naturally, or do you have to immerse yourself into pop culture? Because it seems like you know a lot about all things music, especially. Um, I yeah, I'm sort of a walking encyclopedia about it. It's 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 um, it's something that I intentionally do. You know, I just want to know a lot about everything, not just about pop That's culture. That's I am. Good for you, smart about man. About everything, you know. And if mm -hmm. I don't know about it, and someone uh, says something about it, I don't feel bad about it that I don't know either. I just want to go find out about it. You know, so are, you, are you a Gemini? No, I'm a Scorpio. You oh, know, and I'm, Ge I'm a, Geminis I'm, have to know everything. Well, like I'm me, a I'm a Gemini. I'm Listen, a I want to ask you two questions. Because well, now you're my best friend. I like you and I know you. Where are you playing in the New York or Florida area? Uh, they're setting up the tour right now. And I don't know if they've gotten to that area yet or not. But when, when you they do, do, it'll be up. 
Okay. That's my first question. I, my I second question is... I visit uh, Sarasota from, uh, from time to time. I got friends there. And I know that uh, they, they want me to come into the comedy club down there, so... Well, we can see you in New York City, Philadelphia, and anywhere in South Florida. Now, my second question is, will you comp us if we come to see you? Absolutely. <laughs> I do that with everybody. <laughs> Absolutely. So I cannot wait to see you, meet you. Look at those teeth, because I have to have my teeth done. Maybe we could use your teeth as a model. <clears throat> we could photograph them, and I can go to my dentist and say, give me these teeth. <laughs> I love teeth. Now that my teeth, they're all falling out. They're all like purple, orange, green, maroon. I, I think uh, I teeth. one thing, too, because I want to give you a shout out uh, just for the fact that you played Mr. Ellis on Degrassi, The Next Generation. Mm -hmm. I'm sure that made a, a, gave you a, a really great young following because it, it's such a popular show and like everybody on, on the show is doing really, really well. So like big props. Was that a lot of fun being on Degrassi? Oh, yeah, that was a lot of fun, man. And I made some lifelong friends from that, too. So. But, yeah, man, it was a good time. It was a fun little character arc. I enjoyed it. I love it. And so, also, we should tell everybody you can uh, follow B.D. Freeman on, on uh, Twitter, you guys. It's at the letter B, the letter D, and then Freeman, F-R-E-E-M-A-N. Uh, look him up. I think if you go to his uh, Twitter page and you look at his, like, bio where it talks about what they do, there's a link to his Facebook page. And eventually the, the uh, website will be up and, up and going. You can tune in next week to VH1's uh, I Love the Series that starts again next week. Yeah, um, please tune in. Tune in. And let me, get, and let me say a shout-out to my sons, uh, Will and Arthur, who are listening to the show right now. And hey, Will. Hey, Arthur. How <laughs> old are they? Uh, 20 and 17. Oh, good. Then I could curse. Listen, <laughs> your name is B.D. Freeman. Are you Jewish? Because Freeman's a Jewish name. Uh, no, no, I'm not Jewish, but I, but I do dig the Jewish people, though. Let me tell you, man, the best uh, audience, the greatest, the best greatest audience. comedy, the great, the great uh, comedians of old, you know, when from, I, from the Jewish, the Jewish. When people. I played the, the Jewish Alps, which is upstate New York, I played a lot of the, the clubs. My Jewish audiences were the best. I played Brooklyn, all the Guineas and the Mafia people. I'm Italian, I can say that. All the Italian people, wild, the best. I played the waspy areas, and I got, oh, oh, oh. I, they don't laugh waspy people. Did you find that to be? Uh, the Angelos. Not, man, I make them all laugh. I can make no, them all. No, the Angelos go hysterical. And you look at them, and you say to them, did you find that funny? And they say, oh, yes, I'm hysterical laughing. And you look at them, and they go, hee, hee, hee. Uh, no, 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 I did pretty good. I did pretty good with everybody. You're, see, you're doing the Lana Turner. Everybody's wonderful. Everybody's good. <laughs> You're a smart man. No, actually, he maybe he's just really, really funny, and so like everybody. Like, I was very him. funny. My jokes were the best. I said, "I'm." No, no, no. Okay, we're not. No, as a jokes. woman, and dressed as a woman, I said, "I do admit my boobs have sagged." This morning, I was shaving my ankles and I cut my nipple, and they used to go hysterical from that all over. <laughs> but the waspy audiences went. Uh, Ken Pettigrew says, Ron, that's because BD's funny. <laughs> Screw you, Ken. Wait till you're performing in our area. I'm going to sit in the audience and throw tomatoes at you. That's funny. He says rim shot. So, everybody, we want to thank BD for coming on the show, BD. We also want to thank Nicole Nasser for setting this interview up. Everybody follow BD Freeman on uh, Twitter as soon as he announces 
uh, his new television show where he can like tell everybody all about it. We'll we'll, uh, we'll let everybody know, and uh, we want everybody to tune. We want it to be a huge success. We want to thank right. you so much for coming on the show. You are a true talent, and we want to thank you for coming on the show. And let me know when you're appearing in our area, and I will post it on my Facebook page, which is over twelve thousand people a week that read it. Why do you it? never get that right? It's like sixteen thousand. <laughs> oh, sixteen thousand. And, and he has twenty nine thousand Twitter followers. And I have twenty nine thousand <laughs> Twitter followers, and I certainly will tell them to go and see my best friend, my dear long time friend, BD. Freeman. There you go. go. Yeah. I like BD, thank you so much. Have a good one, babe, and stay healthy. All right. Hey, it's been a real pleasure. And uh, hi to Porsche out there and, uh, and the Haynes is in Montana. There you go. <laughs> All right, guys. It's been a real pleasure. Have a great I one. Really Later. Bye-bye. Thank Beating. you. Bye-bye. Bye, Another nice guy. Of course. Fabulous. We have such nice people on this show. I love visiting with them every week. It's Absolutely. like a visit. I feel like a telephone yenta. You know, I just... Ask them questions. Everybody in the chat room liked him too. You guys like that? It was way cool. So what we're gonna do He's now, you guys? Guy. Um, we're gonna take a music break. And uh, since, what are we since Lance Bass is gonna be coming on at, at four fifteen, and we cannot, uh, we're not gonna play the song while he's actually on the air. We're gonna play it ahead of time so everybody can got kind of get a hearing of it. Um, this is his new single, Chad. You gonna read it? Pull up, walking on air. And before you do it, oh, I have to say something. We only get a fifteen minute interview out of him today because he's doing entertainment tonight right. and. The like Larry, Larry King, King show, and a whole bunch, of shows. and, bu- and he was able to give us the fifteen minutes between. But we're having him back again to give us better time when his calendar is better. He's very hot right now. Everybody wants him, and Jimmy and I are so proud to be in the company of Entertainment Tonight and the Larry King Show. That's big, big time people. And he was also on Ryan Seacrest and all yeah, kinds of shows. He's all so over the place. He's like a superstar talent. His <laughs> new single is called Walking on Air with Anise K. It also has uh, Bella Blue. Um, there's different versions. There's a version that uh, it's got Snoop Dogg and Ian Thomas. It's a great, great song. It's hitting the airways big time right now. The name of the song is Walking on Air by Lance Bass. And here it is.
Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. That's that's walking on air. Lance Bass's first single in twelve years since uh since NSYNC stopped really doing stuff together. I know they've done a couple reunion tours and sh- and shows and stuff like that. But NSYNC was my favorite freaking like boy band. <coughs> no. I loved them. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> CBR. CBR. <laughs> Heimlich. Heimlich. Oh, I choked on my iced tea. Oh my. NSYNC was my favorite group also. I, I freaking like loved them. I had all the marionettes, and I had this big like blank, blanket that had them dressed as marionettes. And I have a bunch of autographed CDs where the whole group autographed the CDs. I have like all kinds of stuff from them. Yo, Jimbo, your video's frozen. Why? Can you do something about it? Uh, well, what would I do? I don't know. You see yourself as not frozen? Yeah, I no, like, we're uh, moving. We're not. We don't. Uh, we're not seeing ourselves. I see myself coughing to death. I know. Oh, but really? We're not watching it like on the thing because, like, because uh, we couldn't get it to work. So oh, I'm watching. Okay, because my Skype feed on you guys is frozen. <laughs> I think. Rod, get it gonna up! So ha- Everyone's going to be so happy. I'm losing my voice. Wow, people in the oh. chat that I don't. They don't like <laughs> that much, but they like Lance. That's funny. That was a pretty good song. I like the low end on that. Yeah. And cool. uh, in the beginning, it sounds like Rihanna. So. Uh, uh, might, I love club a, music. Might get a bite off that. Okay. I mean, when I'm in New York City, I go to all the gay clubs and I dance all night long. But everybody has their shirts off, you know, all these young, gorgeous guys. <clears throat> of course, I keep my shirt on because <laughs> I don't want my flab to hit anybody while I spin. You don't have flab. Yeah, I got hanging like boobies now. I'm getting like old man's knockers. No, you're not. He's cutting his nipples. I'm going to need a push-up bra soon. Here's a shot shot of you guys frozen on your video. I'll show everyone. No, I'm not frozen. Oh, yes, we are. No, we're not. I'm not frozen. We are frozen. You're frozen. That's us. That's not us. That's from our camera, but not from the actual show. It's here. The feed on Skype. Yeah. So what would I do to stop that? Is there anything I can try to do? Uh, Maybe stop video and restart video. I don't know how to do the that. Thing is you, going. Would just click, you would just click Spectre on the camera and click off the, the camera. Oh that's that's what he's putting up. Yeah, because it, cause he, he's see, not showing us because we don't show up. Oh, we're not showing up in his screen. We're not. That's why he's showing all those things. Oh, I see. Oh, because we what can I, see ourselves on our monitor. You're doing something right now, huh? Yeah, I turned the video off, and now I turn it back on. Uh, just a guess. Uh, we'll see. Huh? Who knows? <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Anyway. Just let you know. Uh, Gee, everybody could have seen me choking to death. No, thank God we didn't get that part. No, there's some people in the chat room who would love me to choke to That's death. That's true. That's true. Be Talk laughing. too much, they say. I freaking loved, I absolutely loved, though, NSYNC when NSYNC was around. I did, too. NSYNC and I think it's great mellow. that he's got, and I think it's great that he's, like, Lance is having such a great after NSYNC career. You know, he was scheduled to go to, like, the moon or Mars or someplace, right. and he did an autobiography, and he just got engaged. Mm-hmm. And he's just got it all going on. So I got, got your Hollywood vixen calling in right there. There we oh, go. Four o'clock. She's on time. Deidre, what's Hello. going on? I'm Hello, on Deidre. Time. How you doing? <laughs> our, our Hollywood vixen, Deidre Serego. Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Hello, everybody. How are you? Oh, you sound happy today. Yeah, of course. So you like your new apartment? Yeah, it's great. I love it. Awesome. Any roaches or fleas? <laughs> no, thank God. <laughs> Any mold? Any mold? No, not that I can see. <laughs> oh, so now good. you're, so you're, you're sailing clear. clear. Well, yeah, <clears> finally. <throat> finally, now I uh, hopefully have a house that will be, um, you know, not, not touched by Mother Nature or by the insect world. Or <laughs> Do you have air so. conditioning, too? 
Yes, I have very cold air conditioning, which is great. Very good. I mean, your, your father would be very happy if he heard that. <laughs> yes, I'm sure he would. And I'm sure it's he's Father's listening Day. It's Father's somewhere. Day Sunday. Wait a second. It's Father's Day Sunday. What have you gotten your wonderful father, whoever he is? I haven't gotten him anything, but I, I have to send a card out to him. You better. Otherwise, he'll be very upset. Yes, I know. <laughs> and, and he won't talk to you next week on the show. <laughs> Oh, he's not going to call in? Oh, oh, oh. Mm. So now so, listen up. I heard that thing that you said last week really upset me. That okay, Angelina okay. Jolie is going to do Cleopatra and then she's retiring forever. Is it, do you have any more dirt on that? I have absolutely zero dirt on that. That's all I know. And, and you know actors and, and, and people. That can change at any given moment. Who knows? No, she's got so much money, dear. She know how to spend it. Well, she's I mean, like a billionaire. Need, but, well, you... You're not asking for money. You're asking because it's what you love to do, and it doesn't matter if they paid you a dollar or five million. You yeah, know, but I don't think she loves me, it anymore. Oh, I don't know. I mean, she's got nine million kids. She's got a tribe to raise. You know, who knows what's really going on with her health? We don't. We don't know what's oh, going on. Oh, God forbid! On. Her health so, has got to be you know, wonderful. <clears throat> you know, I don't know what her reasons are for that. If, if well, it's even true, so who knows? Again, this is all alleged. I'm she's in. That she's that in trouble alleged. now. So She's I in trouble know. for offending China. She said some things about China that China didn't care for, and they're, she, they're very offended by what she said. At least she's politically correct, and she talks about what we all think. You know, I give her credit for that. Let's move on from Angelina, because we talked about Angelina last week. That's old news. Let's go to new news. We got Lance Bass coming on. Did you like, like so were you, an NSYNC fan? were you an NSYNC fan? I did. I must say, if it was Backstreet Boys or NSYNC, I liked NSYNC way better. I Didn't we say. always play them in our house? Uh-huh, yeah. We I like both had. of them. So do you have a favorite NSYNC fan? <laughs> like in a favorite, in chat room, too, what's your favorite NSYNC song? Do you have a favorite NSYNC song? Um. Ooh. <laughs> what was their big hit? They had so they, many. No, the really had, big one. They had quite a few. Um, like fifteen number one hits. I guys. know that, but yeah. that really big one, the first one that put them on the charts, I used to love that one. I can't uh, think bye, of bye, it. Bye 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 was a really really big one. I want you back. I like that one. I want you back was good. I like that. I want you back. Yeah, that was a no no actually. That's Backstreet Boys. No, I want you back is in sync. Oh, is it really? They have a yeah. I want you back one too for Backstreet Boys because oh, I remember. That. Oh shit! I hope I'm singing the right one. I hope. Oh Jesus! <laughs> so what? Uh, you're your father's daughter. I'm gonna, you can make I'm mistakes. gonna look it up and see. I'll see what I. <clears throat> well, um, I'm looking bye, at bye, it right bye, now. Though, that was a big one. Bye bye bye. So uh, what? Dirt tearing you, up my heart. Oh no! I want you back. You're right. Yeah, I, I want, want you back. And they had It's Gonna Be Me, and they had Bye Bye Bye, and then they had um, This I Promise You was like the ballad. That yeah, was a pretty one. That was like a, like not a slow, but that was like more of a, of a romantic, um, sexy one. I, I really loved Justin Timberlake. I thought he was great. Lance was probably my second favorite. Um, I actually Don't Lance hear that. No, I'll tell Lance that he was my first favorite, <laughs> my one and only. Well, now he's my favorite because he, he's, he's, he's come out, and he's very sweet, and I met him once in real life at a club, and he was very nice. Yeah, I met him in real life, too, and he was really nice when I met him. I met him when that, yeah, NSYNC was like at the height of their fame. And I never met him. He's got this will be the first time I'll talk to him. 
What dirt do you have from Hollywood, my dear? Any good gossip? Nothing that's really going on. Hayden Panettiere is finally pregnant. Nobody's really confirmed it, but we've got pictures of her, like, not, I don't want to say extremely pregnant, but she's probably looked about four or five months pregnant. Um, there's really nothing major that's been released going on with any, like, super top A celebrities. Um, just little, little tidbits um, for, for other celebrities. Nothing super juicy and exciting. Of course, Selena, um, Selena Gomez and Miley Cyrus have a feud going on. Apparently, in Miley's concert, she has a little like uh, paper doll of life size of Selena Gomez and brought it on stage and was doing you know not so nice and inappropriate things to it. And okay, uh, so who do you like better, Selena Gomez or Miley Cyrus? Oh, I like Miley Cyrus. <laughs> Me too. I do too. It's funny though because I read an I read an article on the most in, most powerful uh, like people in in Hollywood under twenty one or something or under twenty five or something and like uh, Selena Gomez is actually was number one on the list. So like as far as clout, she's bigger than Miley Cyrus. But Miley's just such a crazy bitch that I can't not like her. Like at first I just thought what she was doing was so inappropriate and totally not influencing young women and men in the in the right way, and I still agree with that. But the fact that she's so crazy, I have to respect and admire that level of, of mental illness. Because and her, <laughs> well, she won and my her heart. fashion is so she good. She won my heart. Just, New, New yeah, Year's I Eve. Give her, I give her props <clears throat> for it. I really do, for having the balls to go out and do what she does and say what she does. And I become really as famous her. as she is. Yeah, whether it's right or wrong is not the issue. I got to give her for having balls. It's like all that. show business, Deirdre. But I was so proud of her New Year's Eve when she looked like a glamorous movie star of the 1950s in that beautiful white fur coat that went to the oh, floor yeah. and that gorgeous ga gown. She was yeah. so elegant and so beautiful. And I knew that she was sending that signal out to all the young girls saying, you could be wild and groovy and wear Jimmy Starr. And you can also wear, you know, French designers or Italian designers and right. look elegant. She was fabulous, and she's got such great hair. I love her hair. Yeah. And she's got great lips, too. And hers are like Angie's. They're real. These, these big, giant bulbs of, of, of lips coming from and her And she's mouth. a good performer. She's a fun, fun performer. And she's yeah, a good she actress. I, I've yeah. seen all her movies. I've never seen she – she made movies? Yeah, like ten yeah. of them. I've yeah. never seen one. That's how she actually became famous. She was on a Disney TV show called Hannah Montana. Okay, Hannah Montana. She was Hannah Montana. She's Hannah Montana. Yeah. She's Hannah Banana Hannah Montana. Yeah. Hannah Montana. Are you kidding? Yeah. She had brown hair. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know she was Hannah Montana. That's where she was a little I girl. used to do that with Arlene uh, Paulson's granddaughter. I used to tease her about Anna Banana, Hannah. Hannah Montana. I used to say Hannah Banana Montana. Oh, my God. I didn't know she was Hannah Banana Banana. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how do you like that? Oh, for here's some royalty news. How exciting. Baby Prince George is now walking. Aww. Aww. Prince George. Who? What about him? He's George. walking now. Prince. Oh, big He's deal. Walking. Everybody's kid walks. Yay. Nobody likes about it. When you walk, Deirdre, nobody announced it on radio. No, they should have. <laughs> Hi, Chad. What's up, D? Good to have you on. Good to have you. It's nice to hear your sexy voice, Dud Muffin. Oh, my. Ooh. Sorry, Daddy. <laughs> so did every... Did you, you guys see? Sex. You really do, Chad. You will, you will make so much money. I don't know if Heather would approve, but. <laughs> Where do I put pictures of him nude? Oh, on, on, uh, Carry on. on. You Carry from, on. You went from nude to, to uh, you went from nude, like from a G string oh. to nude. Yeah, I progressed. <laughs> He's going to be on Facebook doing nudes. Oh, jeez. 
totally naked. Muscle bound. We're going to take pictures of him eating asparagus. Your father's a trip, D. It must have been uh, oh, no. quite a quite a ride growing up with that. Yeah, <clears throat> What an adventure. Come on, Deirdre. You've met more celebrities, lived in the best zip codes, Thank wore the you. best clothes, drove and driven the best cars. You've had quite a privileged life <laughs> from me. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. Part That's of it not, is true. Not all swimming, the time. How many swimming always, pools have you had? It wasn't. It wasn't always rich and famous. Well, no, we had some hardships. Of course, we yeah. did the death of the death of uncle, your mother. We had a lot of crap, but so does everybody. But the majority of your life was very, very soft and nice. Look at the dead air. <laughs> you know something. Meanwhile, you know picking, something. Picking you know, up there's a violin. Dead. If you talk to a child who comes from a broken home and lives in a project and hasn't anything, never had the nice clothes, the good education, and you, you hear them talk, they'll say, well, my mom worked real hard. And one Christmas, I got a whole bunch of ice cream to eat. They're so grateful. <clears throat> Children that have had everything complain how they've had nothing. She's not complaining. No, they did. It was the complaint. Oh. <laughs> <clears throat> It was like passing gas. The silent ones kill you. No, you just you just didn't hear it because you're having trouble with your headphones. You didn't hear I'm, the response. I, I didn't hear a response. <laughs> I heard a sigh of, oh. <laughs> That's because we're talking about family stuff. Right. Yep. Anyway, I should have had the life that you have. You should have been daughter to my father. Well, everybody <laughs> wants ice cream. Now that you're talking about ice cream, yeah, everybody me, wants me to have ice cream. Me too for my throat. You should have had grandpa for a father. You'd have really spun. I was 22. One years I old, I wasn't allowed this, to get I home. I love how you're taking this also personally. I mean, no, I'm not. Really? I'm just saying I was 21 <laughs> years old and I wasn't allowed to come home after 12 o'clock. Imagine really? 21 years old. I, that's why I moved out. My father wouldn't allow me. My father would get up at 11 or 12 o'clock and bolt the door so I couldn't get in. In fact, one morning I got home about six o'clock in the morning from being bumming around all night. And my father came down to go to work, and he said, gee, you got up early this morning. I said, oh, yeah, I couldn't sleep, so I got up. I just got home. <laughs> but I didn't want him to know. Actually, in the chat room, they say take some honey for your throat. <laughs> yeah. No, really, I choked on the, the iced tea because it has lemon in it. You know what lemon can do? It can, the acid burns your throat. There you go. <clears throat> anyway. So, Deirdre, what's new in your life? Let's hear about it. Um, nothing really new right now. I have anything exciting going on, just sort of cruising, still the same old, same old, keeping up with my acting classes, auditioning, just... Can you take your singing lessons now? Yes, now I can take my singing lessons. So (laughs) now that I'm not living in prison. (laughs) When are we going to have like a debut-like song that we can play for everybody? That is probably not going to happen ever. As much as I love, as much as I love to sing, I don't really think that people want to buy my record. Well, <laughs> you never of, know. Doesn't matter. We can still just like just a bucket list thing for me. I'm very into this like bucket list thing now. That's like so dumb. there's just don't okay. think, it, honey. When you were about, what, 10 years old and you were in the play at school called um, South Pacific and you played the, the, the Hawaiian girl and you had the black wig down to your butt and you came down the stairs singing happy, happy talk, happy talk. Everybody was like doing ooh, ooh, ooh. You were fabulous. And you do have a very beautiful singing voice. You need to train it. That's all. You need to learn yeah, how to know, use it. But I don't. I don't want to be a singer. I'm. I'm just doing this for me because it's fun and it's something that I. Well, that I want. if ever, I think it's good. I though, don't because want to cut a record. 
When I'm 60, if, though, I'm planning on hosting the Emmys, and like you have to be able to sing, and so like you can right. do the singing part for me. And I had a part in a movie for you, but now I can't offer it. <clears throat> it's a part of a girl in a, uh, dancing around a pole naked singing. No, no thanks. Me, I'll pass on that yeah, one. Yeah, she's spinning around the pole totally naked, and as she's spinning, she's saying, I smell hair burning. What? I don't think anyone wants to see me spinning on a pole. <laughs> singing, I, singing, I smell hair burning. Oh, boy. Yeah. It's three that was terrible. I'm nasty today. I'm getting so ready for Lance because Lance is going to be wild. I hope he's not so exhausted from all of his interviews. Did you hear he's doing entertainment before tonight before us? And Larry King after us. Boy, we're he's in got big, a whole bunch of them. We're in good company. We're yes. in big league. So he did Ryan Seacrest. He's done a whole bunch of very really right. big things. Plus, he like hosted Miss USA on uh, right. Sunday night. So, and he's doing our show, which gives us clout. We like that. Yeah, we don't need anything to give us clout. We already got clout. <laughs> I know, but I like more clout. <laughs> okay. Like the next one I want to get on is Michelle Obama. Oh, that would be. I want to get her on. I've got a lot of questions to ask her. I have a call coming in. Okay. That might be Michelle Obama. There no. you go. Go ahead and take it. Hello and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Hi. I have Lance for you guys. Good. Good, yeah. good, good. Oh. Okay, one sec. Wow, that was like live and we talked hello. about Hello. Hey, hello, hello, and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Well, thanks for having me, guys. You're totally like live. Let me introduce everybody since we're on a time crunch. We want to make sure we get a lot in. Let me start by introducing everybody. We have our cool, outrageous man about town, Mr. Ron Russell. Hey, Lance. Big fan of yours. Well, and I promise I won't ask questions too personal. Are you, oh, I heard you, you were engaged. Is that true? Want. I heard you engaged. Is am that I, true? I am engaged. Yeah, we're getting married early next year. Good for you. You know, Jimmy Starr and I got married about a year ago. I mean, less than a year. Oh. In October. October. Uh -oh. Hang on, hang on, hang on. We're going to go back to that. Hold on, hold on. we got to introduce our Hollywood vixen, Deirdre Serego. Hey, Lance. How are you? Wonderful. How's it going? It's going well. We're so glad to have you on. Well, thanks for having me. And then we've got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Lance Bass. What's up, big dog? Hi, Chad. Good to meet you over the airwaves. And then we got a chat room full of, full of uh, people, so give a shout-out to the chat room. What's up, chat room? There you go. And also then, uh, what Ron was saying is true. Like, we're the only syndicated uh, radio show with like a million listeners a week hosted by an actual gay married couple. So props to you. Congratulations on your uh, engagement. engagement. Yeah. And your soon-to-be wedding and your coming out and your autobiography out of sync and all the great things that you actually do for the LGBT community uh, to bring you know, light to that we're normal people. And I cannot hey. be prouder than to say to everyone on the air, and we have thousands of gay listeners, a big following, that you are fantastic to have done what you did. You risked your career, and you came out, and you're wonderful about being married, which is the only way to go. I can't, I can't respect or love you any more than I do. Oh, that's very sweet. Well, but we you're very sweet who we too. are, right? That's right. Absolutely. And uh, congratulations. We watched you on Miss USA. Yes, we did. We have to tell you that we were very disappointed because a very good friend of ours was Miss Pennsylvania. <laughs> right. And like, I th we were really hoping like she would win, and, and she didn't make it past the top 20. But you have a nice picture I of you know. and her on your Facebook page. Her I name's know. Valerie I got met there. her after the show, and she was so sweet. I love her so much. 
I did a movie with her. I played opposite her. I played a nasty cop yelling at her all the time and calling her sweet lips and evil crap like that. And I fell in love with her on the shoot. And we have become the best of friends. And Val should have won. She's just everything wonderful. But it was fun to see you on there. And I think uh, I want to also give you just props because it's 12 years since the whole like last bits of music you got a new single and you have not disappeared into obscurity like a lot of you know famous people do from pop groups and everything you got dirty pop on on Sirius satellite radio you've done so many fantastic things in the in the 12 years that you haven't released any music now you are releasing new music walking on air which we actually played for uh everybody about 15 minutes ago because we wanted everybody to, who hasn't heard it to get to hear it and um uh, let's talk about it a little bit because it's a fabulous song. Everybody loved it. Everybody in the chat room loved it. I have, I have to tell you because uh, we get a lot of really great celebrities on the show, like, uh, you know, like you and other big, big celebrities, but we've never gotten as many questions uh, as we got for you. Uh, I've got over 3,000 tweets and emails asking questions. I have like 3,000 questions of which we're only going to ask you like one or two because like we don't have time for it and we want to talk about some other stuff. Um, oh. Um, but I just want to say that, that your popularity is so incredibly like huge that I can't believe that no, my email I mean, box and my mail fans, got all flooded. The fans have been absolutely incredible. I mean, they've they've stuck me with me, you know, since day one. So uh, and I couldn't thank them enough. They've been incredibly loyal. And also, we want to give a shout out to Team Lance on Twitter because like they they do a great job for you. I actually tweeted what a great job they're doing for you. So maybe give a shout out to Team Lance. And I that's do all right. the personal oh, questions. Okay, I, I, yeah. I do the nasty stuff, the little crappy stuff, you know, the bitchy queen stuff. But anyway, <laughs> um, I want to know, tell me all about the guy. What has this guy got to land a guy like you? You're a fabulous package. You're handsome, you're built well, and you got money and fame and position. Like, I wonder why Jimmy married me. I have all those qualities, too. <clears throat> but, you know, Jimmy's older than I am, and he keeps me. <laughs> That's why I married him. I'm just a kept boy. But anyway, what's your guy like? What's your guy like? You know what? He's just super sweet, and that's what I wanted to end up with, is someone that just, you know, I you can talk to, be your best friend. And, you know, I've never really had a relationship where you could actually say, that is my best friend. And we started out as friends first. You know, we were, we were such good friends before we knew we liked each other. And mm. I think that's what really made it work. Um you know, he's super talented. You know, he's an artist himself. He does amazing paintings. So that, that intrigues me. Uh, Do we have world. his name or would he rather not have I his know. Name? Everybody knows his name. I know. Oh, yeah. yeah. His, his yeah. name is Michael Turchin. Yeah. And, this uh, way we can get nice... people interested in his art. Oh, Everybody yeah. well, follow nice... Michael Turchin on Twitter. It's T-U-R-C-H-I-N. Yeah. yeah, he's phenomenally talented. I mean, if you love pop art, you'll love his stuff. He's incredible. And how did you meet him the first moment? Yeah, we met at a birthday party in Palm Springs, and uh, we, Who's we didn't know party? each other. I lived, in, I lived in Palm Springs for years. Oh, yeah, well, they don't live in, uh, it's our friend Justin, he's from Texas, actually, but we were just oh. out there on Palm Springs, he rented a house. Oh, because so I knew every queen in Palm Springs. Yeah. I, I knew all the old queens, all the old queens uh, in Palm Springs. That's I all Palm Springs all. is, is old queens. I love it, but, I can't wait to retire there myself. <laughs> oh, really? I lived there for years, and one day it was 121, and I almost dropped dead. My car actually melted. You know, my battery went dead, and parts of my car got soft. 
It's terrible. Um, you know, Jimmy picked me up in the mall. That's how I met him. I was minding my business walking in the mall, and this crazy old man comes walking. I'm not old. <laughs> much older than I am, Jim, by years. Uh, right. That should only be true. And he said to me, you're the most gorgeous thing in the world. I said, get the F out of here. You know, you pervert. That's how I started oh. off with sweetness. I was very sweet to him. Yeah. <laughs> and he kept following me through the mall. He wouldn't let All me right, go. So, so you met him at a party. And <clears throat> what happened there? Because he's really cute. I was just looking at a picture of him. He's hot. Where's the picture? Yeah, he's not, he's not bad looking, that's for sure. No, I mean, we, yeah. we met actually on the way back from the party. I, didn't, I don't remember him from the birthday, but I stopped by their house on the way home to L.A. and just to say goodbye, and that's where... I, I saw him, and he contacted me through Facebook, like what all the kids are doing these days. And uh, we just started hanging out and became best friends for a good month. That's cool. Now, when is the wedding again? Uh, it's going to be probably this February. Good. Just congratulations again. I think it's, like, fabulous. Deirdre, like, we, we got, like, six or seven minutes with him. Like, you could go ahead and ask a question, and we'll go around and let everybody, like, do a question so we can get, get some stuff in on it. All right. Okay. So... Out of out of all you guys in in sync, who was kind of like the ringleader? Like who? What were everybody's positions, and how did that work with everybody? Were there any fights? Were there any sort of ego trips? Uh, you know what? It, it's so easy with a group of guys because you know us guys we don't we don't really care about anything. I mean, guys are so easy. Um, so there really was no ringleader. We all kind of had our own. Um, you know, expertise things that we added to, you know, the group. Uh, my, a lot of the things I added to the group was I just had a, a big business mind coming into it, and I was so interested in just the whole marketing aspect of, of a group like that. It just really intrigued me. So I was the one always, you know, looking at all the finances, making sure everyone, no one was taking advantage of us, especially after we went down so many, you know, uh, terrible contracts with record labels, and we got really screwed, you know, early on in our career. So, I just wanted to make sure that we would never get screwed again. So I really started focusing on that type of stuff. Uh, but everyone, you know, adds their own special element to NSYNC. And, uh, you know, it was definitely a group effort. Okay. okay. Go. Well, my, my thing is sometimes getting screwed is not the worst thing. I mean, you can <laughs> get a contract that can be devastating, let alone they people did. you work with. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but I, I repeat, getting screwed is not the worst thing. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing, Jimmy's dirty mind star? There you go. Well, so okay, so like, um, I'm gonna ask. I'm just gonna first. I'm just gonna make us. I actually uh, had a clothing store in Fort Lauderdale, and I used to dress all the guys from Y100 all the time. And and uh, there was an apartment across the street from us, and there was this, the most beautiful girl you've ever seen live there, and she worked at the best club in Miami. And so like, you guys were actually there at her apartment one time. So I've actually said hello to you there and at a concert through Y100. Um, you guys, LFO and Backstreet Boys used to always like go. I don't know if she. I don't know what she did for everybody, but like, cause she was like gorgeous and she wasn't like a whore or anything. But but like everybody, all the like famous like uh, pop band kind of guys were always like going to her apartment, and it was right across the street. So I got to meet everybody. So I want to say like one thing I thought always found really cool about you is that you were super super friendly. You know, this was at the height of NSYNC, and you guys are selling like a, you know five million records a week or whatever, and like everybody was super super nice and friendly, and it didn't seem like the fame or anything ever went to anybody's head, and it it seems to continue to be that way because we listen to you on Dirty Pop, on Sirius, and like it's a great show. You guys have a lot of fun, and so like I guess my whole point is just to say kudos. You know that like none of the stuff went to your head, and that's probably why you have such a huge fan base. 
I could tell yeah, that well, by the question I asked him about his boyfriend. He answered it sincerely, honestly, and that shows that he's a regular guy. He's not a put-on, or like some of the celebrities I know, you want to puke from them. You know, they're so <laughs> no, like into themselves. Ugh. Very yeah. down to earth. There you, you know, go. Like if you meet an actor that you know when you say, how are you, you want to bite your tongue for asking because he'll tell you how he is by every film he's got, producer he knows. Then we've also got like questions. Okay, you answered when is the wedding because I have all these questions. I'm, they want to know I, how I, long is it going to be till you see your next single. Hopefully it's not going to be another 12 years. Yeah, well, hopefully. I mean, I'm getting in the studio very soon to start recording the second one there. So, you know, it'll take a while for Walking on the Air to... To run its run, you know. It, you know, now I'm doing this independently, no label at all. So I mean, this is, you know, I'm just putting my heart out there, putting the song, and hopefully fans love it and you know, start requesting like obviously they've been doing, and with the help of people like y'all, you know, hopefully the song will will blow up this year, and uh, and then I'll have another one to release right after this one starts winding down. There you it's go. A, it's a great club song. And by the way, if you need a bridesmaid for your wedding, I look like Jane Russell and Dreg. I impersonated her for many years. <laughs> Oh, really? <laughs> oh, I've got all kinds of gowns and shoes still left over. I can wear. Okay, so yeah. I'm going to do a plug, too. I know you're doing everything independently, but we are sponsored by the Spectrum Music Group. It's the largest indie record label like in the world, so you can like check them out. I tweeted it. I'll tweet it to you, and you can check it out. Oh, I, do, I think you're doing a great job putting it all out. We have a whole bunch of... Uh, you know, we specialize in people who were popular in the 80s and 90s and new t early 2000s coming back out with music. And uh, so definitely I'll tweet it to you, but I think it's like fantastic. I also... Um, Thank you. I uh, think that the song is fabulous. Let's talk about it just real quick. Uh, everybody, it's available everywhere you can get it. It's called Walking on Air. I know that there's a YouTube uh, video for it. A lot of people were asking, will there be like a U.S. version of the song uh, on right. YouTube, like well, a video for it? Yeah, there definitely will. You know, this song came to me from an artist out of Australia, Anise K. And, uh, you know, I, once I heard it and this girl, Bella Blue, on the track, I was like, oh, my gosh, I have to be a part of this. And, uh he wanted me to do the American release. You know, we released the European version in January, and it did very well. You know, it was number one in Belgium for for a long time, and uh, and now we're just hoping to to repeat that success here in America. And yeah, that the music video you saw was the European version for sure, and we'll have the new video coming out uh, pretty soon here in America. And there's going to be also another music video to accompany it that will be so freaking good. We're putting it together right now, and. Uh, is, yeah, I, I can't tell you exactly what's going to happen, but uh, it, it'll definitely be one of those viral videos. Okay. Do you have any films coming out or any films up waiting? Yeah. Uh, well, right now I'm just working on a couple of documentaries. We, you know, we released Mississippi I Am last week, and it's doing really great. Um, and you know, it's about uh, it's a short doc about gay kids in Mississippi and and what it's like to be you know to be raised in Mississippi as a gay kid. Uh, and then I have another one, Kidnapped for Christ, which is coming out in July. Uh, which takes a look at those, you know, those teen reform schools, you know, around yeah. uh, the country. Um, and we focus on one teen reform school down in the Dominican Republic, and it becomes this crazy expose where they were just abusing these kids. And uh, it's a it's a big eye opener, and that'll be out in July. That's awesome. That sounds good. If ever you need a song about children, we have it for you. Lily McLeod's song. It's a hit, and it's called What About the Beautiful Children? So if ever you want to use that in any of your documentaries, you can contact oh, Lily. She is absolutely oh, promoting this song because we are sick over what's happening to children. Yeah, it's a really good yeah. documentary. I, I mean, a really good song, and I think all your stuff is really cool. Also, they want to know in the chat room, is there any uh, future work within Sync? I know you guys did a show. Actually, I don't think that was that long ago, but are there any more like shows on the horizon for NSYNC? 
No, I mean, there's never shows on the horizon. It's always kind of a, you know, it's like the MTV Awards came together within two weeks before that. Uh, you know, if it makes sense, if it's something, you know, special uh, going to happen, you know, we'd get together and do something. But right now, we're, you know, there's no talks of doing any kind of reunion or anything like that. Okay. That's all right. So everybody should follow Lance Bass on uh, Twitter. It's at Lance Bass. You can follow his radio show on Sirius Radio. It's at Dirty Pop. His website is LanceBass.com. You can also get him on Facebook. <clears throat> follow Team Lance. And uh, right, before okay. we let you go, because I know you've got another place to be, can you uh, do a, a liner for us for WROM? We want to thank WROM in Detroit because they actually set this interview up for us. They're one of our syndicates, and uh, they would like us to get you to say, this is Lance Bass, and you're listening to the Jimmy Star Show on WROM Radio. Of course, definitely. Here we go. go. For it. Hey, guys, it's Lance Bass, and you're listening to Jimmy Star on WROM Radio. Okay, now let's try it one more time, and let's say you're listening to the Jimmy Star Show. And say with Ron Russell, God forbid I should ever be known. <laughs> Terrible how he leaves me out. All right. Oh. All right, one yeah. more time. All right, now what do you want, you want me to say? Hey, this Lance is Lance Bass, Bass, and you're listening to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell on WROM Radio. <laughs> All right, here we go. Hey, guys, it's Lance Bass, and you're listening to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell on WROM Radio. And now say, and Deirdre, too. No, you don't Deirdre? have to say me. It's okay. No, 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 no. And no, Lance, it's okay. I pre- I'm only on for like 20 minutes. And, it's okay. And, and you know, Lance, my neighbor next door, you could mention her. And, and my old school teacher, my old school teacher. Hey, all right. So, Lance, we want to thank you so much for coming on the Jimmy Star Show. The well, maybe he doesn't want to go yet. Maybe he wants to hang around. I was anymore. told I can only keep him on. I would love to if they weren't pulling me to another interview right now. I know. You <laughs> must be exhausted. You thought, must be exhausted. Thank you so much, Lance. And, Lance, I all hope right, one day to run, pa- run across you in my travels. I, I hope I to hope meet so you, too. to shake your hand, to say to you, I would love to meet I'm you proud of you. I'm very proud oh, of you. Well, thank you so you much. make gay you, people you. you make gay people normal to the stupid world that think we're weird. Okay? Yeah, we're trying. We're You're trying. You're a wonderful you example so of a gay nice. man. Thank you very much, Lance. Thanks, Thanks everybody. Right. Bye-bye. Bye, sweetie. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. It's true. He's a beautiful example of what a gay man is. And not the kind that they think we're all weird. How and, nice was he? Wasn't he's he nice? He's a wonderful guy. Why not? Why shouldn't yeah. he be nice? Was he come he's on to be mean? He's a very humble, normal, down-to-earth very guy. Nice. When, I met him in the club, when I had met him in the club years ago, this is probably going back, I want to say, 2005, 6 or 7 out in L.A. We were in a club in the VIP section. There were a bunch of couches. So there was Lance dancing by the couch with like his friends. And we were um, in that couch as well. Well, I wanted to go dance, but I had a clutch bag. And Lance was hanging what out. What did you there. have? A clutch, a clutch bag. bag. Oh, oh. So I had said to Lance, I said, Lance, I said, can I leave this here and will you, you know, um, watch it while I go dance? And he said, yeah, sure. I'm not going to go anywhere. And he didn't. And he, he hung out there and I went and I danced for one song and I came back. And it was just like total, you know, just total stranger. And I just didn't treat him like a celebrity. I just said, I'm like, hey, Lance, can you watch my bag while I dance? You know, people that people that think that celebrities are not normal, that's because they've met the, the crazy ones, the ones that really were nothing once and they suddenly became famous and now they think that they, they believe their own press. But anybody who's really truly in the business and has self-confidence knows to be normal. I mean, not for anything, I'm no superstar, but when I'm out and people recognize me and come over and talk to me, 
I'm very nice. I don't pull an attitude, even if I'm eating, like that time in Palm Springs with you, when those people came over and recognized me from my TV show. I was nice. I wasn't going to pull, like, excuse me, I'm on television, frig you. So a lot of stars do that. And I don't think it's right. And I think that you're just a person. You know, working in our business, it's only a job. We work in freezing studios. We wear under hot lights. We're yelled at all the time by directors and co-hosts like Jimmy Starr. And it's not a pretty life we live. You tell them. You know, you're rejected. You go out. You try to get a job. You don't get it. Uh, you don't have money. You do have money. It's a terrible life. It's very, it's very hard. It's a very, um, you know, oh. you're truly the starving artist and always and it's a bitter it's a backstabbing it's a climbing you know industry and um yeah you know the saddest part about my little bit of my 15 minutes of fame is that my friends who i grew up with have abandoned me and that hurts me so much they don't know me anymore they wanted me to be what i was i guess people people you know I find the older you get, people's lives change. Everybody gets, you know, you just, you grow apart. And sometimes it's, it's sad that people, they just don't grow with you or they just don't accept it. And it just, you know. No, I think, it's, I think it's because they know that I have celebrities for friends. That Jane Russell, you know, as you so, know, was my best buddy. That, and that's they think just, that, that doesn't wait, matter. I mean, okay, no, but know? they think. They think to themselves, how could you like me anymore after you've had uh, all these big movie stars? I just friends? think people are insecure about Less the whole thing. And, and you have friends and you, you meet new friends like we meet new friends like the beautiful Lori Estevez de la Ventura. I love who's in the chat room. Lori. Love who's her. in the chat room. She's absolutely beautiful. Yeah, she's you know, she's, stu- she's, so standing nice us, she's standing us up, that little Portuguese number. She's standing oh, us she's up. She's not going with us? No, she's not our date for the Radio City Musical. She's going out with some bum. I don't know who he is, but some other guy. <laughs> this, this creature, this creature, creature feature guy who goes on my Facebook page and shows a picture of his gun in his holster. I want to kill him when I see him. <laughs> just, just wait. Ooh, Lori. Well, Lori, we love you. <laughs> Lori, I love. Lori, I adore. Lori, tell that guy you're going out with to lose the gun pictures or I'm going to cut it off. Well, I won't cut it off because then if you marry him, you're screwed. So yeah, I'll leave it on for you, honey. I'll leave it on fair. for you. It's funny, though, because like, like um, what you guys are so like, I think people think all that, too. And I think people have insecurities. And like we're actually uh, took all our stuff out of storage, Deirdre. And I've got like, I don't know, five huge extra large Home Depot boxes filled with photos that I'm you know, going through all of them. And so there's probably five or five or six hundred like really famous celebrities that I'm that, that I've met over like the years. And and I've either done stuff or whatever with and it's it, it's very uh, it's like in a lot of ways, it's like really cool because I think, oh, my God, like I can't believe like I know all these people and I have most of their phone numbers in my phone. And, right. And, you know, on the other hand, like other people, uh, you know, like don't necessarily like like I can put a picture of me and Elton John on Facebook and get two likes, right. and then I can go on Facebook and say, "Oh my God, I have a flat tire, I broke my knee, or yeah. something like that," and I'll get like eight thousand comments on yeah. it. Yeah, you know, I you know find I find people people don't care when you mention like here. Nobody asks me if I've ever seen a celebrity in L.A. If I ever knew of anybody, if I had any celebrities. Like, people just don't care. I just find people... No, they do they care. Just they just don't give a shit. Nobody asks. It burns and, their asses you know, that they don't have your life. Listen, kiddo, I have a bunch of people in my phone book and in my phone that most people would kill to meet and know, and they're my friends. My friends in New York, 
who have really abandoned me should be so flattered that I call them and that their names are right next to the great names that I have in my book. I just think friends are friends. Okay? It shouldn't make any difference. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I came, I came to New York loving my friends as much as when I left better. years ago to go to L.A. And I loved my friends. And they just look at me and they say, oh, you're so different. You changed. Well, it's also 20-something years since we've been hanging out. I guess I grew a little. It's sad. That goes with the territory. You but, grow a little all the time. But stop it. <laughs> but now Jimmy and I have all new friends, and most we of have us, new friends and old friends. And we have both. Yeah, but the new friends is celebrity, and we don't have that problem because we're all in the same boat. Ron and we, we talk about friends. the business. I see celebrity friends. I say, "What movie? What are you doing?" You know, it's our conversation. But my old friends. That conversation doesn't exist. You have to talk about them and their boring lives with their barbecue people and whatever the hell else that they do that I used to do. Ron doesn't have any friends. No, No, listen to Dean. No, Oh, Dean, 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 you're my friend, Dean. Uh, At least I call you a friend, even though you're not. I'm your... I make make believe because you own the network we're on, and I have to kiss your ass a little. I'm your only friend. Wait, wait, wait. Deirdre's saying something, you guys. What'd you say, Deirdre? I haven't haven't talked to Dean, and so I didn't know you were there. Hi, honey. He just just jumped in right now. (laughs) I love when Dean comes on. I didn't know he was there. Dino. Next week, I'm I can't hear your daughter because you're always too busy no, talking. Shut up, Dean. Shut up. And you lose all your money. Can you take control of your father, please? I can't. Dean. Man, impossible. Dean, Dean, I'm excited. Dean is on. She cut in. Dean, next week, we're going to be in Florida. Will you be in the studio? I, I think I'm going to leave knowing that. <laughs> oh, I was, hope- I was hoping you were going to do that. I didn't want to tell you not to be there, but I'm happy that you're not going to be there, you dog. <laughs> so, Deirdre, go ahead and say hi to Dean now. Your dad will let you speak. No, no I'm hanging up. I got to go. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I really do have to go. My scene partner is coming over. We have to rehearse for uh, for acting class tonight, but... Okay, so we'll let you go. We can keep See, all Dean that on. big deal about, hi, sweetie, when you heard Dean and now you're blowing him off. <laughs> no, I'm not blowing well, him off. But, tip, you know, typical I'll, woman. I'll talk to Dean on Facebook, that's all. There you I mean, go. Typical yeah. woman. They don't all right, Deirdre. Typical, typical. Deirdre, have right, a great, guys. great class. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye, honey. Father's Day, Sunday, gift, gift. <laughs> yeah, women, they're, they're always like, uh, oh, I love you, you fucking asshole. Oh, Jimmy. We're, I <laughs> mean, well, oh, 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 oh. Yeah, iHeart's going to have a fit. We're going to have to edit that. <laughs> no, iHeart I has, they have canaries with my lip mouth. Yeah, but you keep your mouth quiet now. Mine has been very good. I only hey, said you guys too, like, twice on the show. I know that, I know that we have time. Dean on, but we also want to give a shout out and make sure everybody tunes into the Irish Ginger Show Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time on W4CY. And Dean's show. you don't want to miss the Pipe Man Show. Dean, you give yourself a plug. The Adventures of Pipe Man every day <laughs> from... 10 till noon Eastern Time and 7 till 9 Pacific Time, also replayed at 10 till midnight. So there you go. Just change and the AM to turn PM. In, you can hear six hours of the Pipe Man every day and then That's go four kill hours. Yourself. That's right, four hours. Six hours of Dean, <laughs> you know how to carry the one. And, you know. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, Dean's show is good. It's very provocative. It's very, very um, controversy, co- controversial, and it's fun. And Dean is a great guy. Uh, that, is that enough smoke, Dean, in. up your butt? 
No. To keep us on no, the air keep, another year? Keep, keep going. going. Keep going. I mean, are we on got, the air for You got year? eight you more minutes to blow smoke up my butt, okay? There you go. go. As long as that's all you're blowing up Gene, my butt, Gene is not, okay? Beautiful and handsome Gene is and not sexy. O- yeah, Dean is not only the tallest, most handsomest, well-built, magnificently hung, gorgeous, intelligent, sweetheart of a man. He's also the owner of our tele- of our radio. Uh, Don't you have anything better to say? What? Don't you have anything better to say? Well, I haven't bawled you, so I can't say you're great in bed. Yeah, well, thank wow. God. You didn't wow. hear me. You were too busy talking, but I said, as long as that's all that you blow up my ass, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Honey Bunch, believe me, that's all I'd ever want to blow up your ass is cigar smoke. <laughs> no gerbils? No. <laughs> if you like, Whoa. we could do a gerbil if the gerbil don't mind. No, no, I'm good with that. Okay. Listen, how's the baby? Tell me all about the baby. Oh, well, I haven't uh, seen her since I left North Carolina, but she's doing good. I'm sure she's getting big. And, uh, you know, we got another baby on the way, too. Just I know. What's baby doing after baby. The one in the oven? Uh, that one's coming. She's baking. Or oh, he's, she, he's, baking. She he's baking. He's baking. He's oh, baking. We know he's a he? Uh, well, that's what they say. We, You and I are old school, I'm sure, that we never know if it's a he or she till it comes out. Oh, but they don't do the thing before, the television thing they do? I can't hear you. Jessica's chiming in over here, but I can't hear her. Hold on. There you go. I said you're going to turn my son into Ian Adriana. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, well. That's your mother? No, it's my nephew. Oh, oh, it's my nephew. He's transgender. So she thinks if I call he a her that that he's going to turn out the same way. Good for him. He must have gotten your genes, the transgender genes. The transgender genes. <laughs> I, I don't look good as a girl. You don't look good as a guy either. I hate to break it to you. Well, what? but it's all I got. It's on. Let's go. <laughs> Not true. Dean is really very good looking. He really is. He looks like an old uh, Hollywood star. He reminds me all the time of a dark head Alan Ladd. Don't ask me why, but he looks like Alan Ladd. For those of you who remembered who Alan Ladd was. I'm Googling it. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, he does. Put dark hair on Alan Ladd. He looks like Dean. They have the same nose and eyes and little face. They have the same same look. Just that Ladd was a blue-eyed what blonde. What are you smoking, Ron? And Dean is a black-skinned, black-haired. Rebel's, black Rebel's, Rebel's in the chat one. room. She said, good one, Ron. <laughs> hey, Rebel, what's up? When's Rebel's Rebel, show? Rebel, after that one, we're on for two years. <laughs> hey, uh, you know hey, what? Uh, Rebel's show. And Rebel looks like Christy Brinkley. There you go, Alan Ladd. Wow, that's good. When, Just, it, when is Rebel's show, you guys, so we can give Rebel's show a plug? Rebel show is when is Rebel's show on? I, I don't Rebel, when is your show on? <laughs> Rebel, when is your show? She used That's to be terrible. ahead of you us, but now she's is. not. Rebel, tell oh, us what your show is, because none of us know. Oh, nobody knows. Speak hey, Rebel, up, we like, can't hear you, Rebel. Rebel, are you is. there? Speak up, we can't hear you. Yeah. <laughs> Type harder. She's, she's typing in the chat room. She says, "Bite me, Dean." <laughs> and, and Chad, wait, wait. Four Chad. p.m. on Tuesdays, you guys, for there the Rebel Medler show. Chad, hey, do I get herpes on my lip if I bite her? No, but you can't from the microphone you're using. <laughs> well, that's true. Mm. Now, listen, Chad. Yes, sir. The gal that comes on before me that writes for the Palm Beach magazine. No, she's after you. After, after me. Lauren. What's her name? Lauren. Lauren. I love Lauren. I really do. She's on my Facebook. And I want to say, Lauren, I'm so sorry to hear you broke your leg in two places and that you're out of commission. And that's why you're not in the studio. I, when I was in Florida last couple of times, I asked for you. 
And I didn't know what happened. I figured maybe, you know, Dean, the evil one, kicked you off the air. But he didn't because he knows you're good and your show is good. Anyway, Lauren, quick recovery, honey. Come back to the studio. I am looking for a new co-host for the Jimmy Starr show, though. (laughs) You know what? You'll be doing me the biggest favor. I don't get paid. I'm a slave. You should be be paying us. You should be paying Jimmy. You know what he does for me? He takes me to dinner in the movie. You should be paying Jimmy to to put up with you on the show, okay? Hmm? You should pay Jimmy to put up with you on the show. No, I have news for you. (laughs) I've gotten offers I never told Jimmy from other people that wanted me on their show. I'm serious. I got two offers where they asked if I was interested in being co-host on their shows. So I'm not going to say who they are. But that's true. I could show Jimmy the Facebook. I won't want to upset him. I'm quite liked on the radio. Believe it or not, I have quite a following. I have about 12,000 people. You're not even a legend in your own mind, okay? He, no, changes, no, it's true. he changes his numbers every week. 19,000 people, all right? I say 12, Jimmy says 19. It's better more than not. Anyway, uh, Lauren, uh, get better, honey. There you go. I like her. Also, Break we've a only leg, got, Lauren. We've only got Don't like, you like Lauren? Love her. She's so bright and so pleasant and so warm. I'm going to have her on the show when she gets better. We tell, also got to thank all, thank all the radio stations carrying the Jimmy Star Show. We always have to thank our home station, W4CY Radio First, and our fabulous engineer, Mr. Chad Murphy. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Well, I've got to say the truth. W, whatever it's called, it's W4CY. It's about time you said really you know, has a lot it. of good shows on it. It really does. If there. you go into the menu and you look up all the good shows they have, you can really enjoy yourself. Of course, the Pipe Man, I wouldn't suggest you listen to, but the other ones are good. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> I think we're off the air in six months. Now. No, we're not. Just be quiet. We want to thank WROM Radio in Detroit, who actually hooked up the Lance Bass interview for us. Monster mm-hmm. FM Radio in New York, Planet Radio Network in New York, LA, Ontario, mm-hmm. and London. WBAD.net in Washington, D.C., Jackalope Radio in Kansas City, 76th Street Network in Omaha, Nebraska. And if you uh, missed a show, wow. you can get us on iHeartRadio. We're also on Stitcher, iTunes, and SoundCloud, so we want to uh, thank all those different stations and avenues that you can turn into the Jimmy Star Show. We uh, think it's uh, a fabulous show. We're having a good time with it. We love all the people and we're working with. We have some really exciting people coming up in the weeks to come. Uh, our very wonderful Valerie Gatto is coming on our show to talk about the Miss USA pageant and what it's like and, you know, how she felt not coming in the final 10 cut. But in our eyes, she was the winner. She's a number one gal. Um, we have uh, Angie, BNGB, my lover girlfriend. Next week we have Melina Moy, who was just mm-hmm. on Thursday night's last, one of the last episodes of Arsenio Hall before it got canceled, unfortunately. But she's coming on and we potentially have... A uh, really big country artist coming on next week. I don't have it totally like locked in, so we can't say it yet. But we're working mm-hmm. on some really big interviews to bring you guys some great, great and shows. I'm also working with the fabulous, the one and only Debbie Reynolds. I'm hoping to have Debbie on very soon, and possibly also um, my other buddy. If I could she, think of her name, she, I'm going to kill myself. Is she still alive? Shirley McLean. Is Debbie oh, still living? Sure. Are they still alive? Of course, they're still alive. Debbie Reynolds is fabulous. Oh, She's still working. Get a shovel. We also want to thank everybody always in all our regulars in the chat room who are always in the chat room. We love you guys. We think you're fabulous. Um, follow at Ginger Irish Official. Um, follow Cindy Lady Lake Music. Uh, no, it's Lady Lake Music at Lady Lake Music on Twitter. Follow at Lady Lake Jen. Um, Ken Pettigrew, Rebel, Valley, everybody in the chat room. We love you guys. Um, are we going we to already? Yeah, By the way, Jimmy, did you wish happy birthday to Joy Bruno? 
Yes, I did. Today's Joya Bruno for Expose's birthday. Yes. Everybody wish her a happy birthday. She's one of the greatest happy singers birthday. on the planet. Dean, we'll see you next week. Chad, we'll see you next week. Everybody in the chat room, thank you so much. And we want to thank BD Freeman and Lance Bass for coming on the show. Hey, everybody. I hope you have fun. Laughs and a good time. Oh. He'll dress you right. Y'all feel like a star. We'll hook you up. Your game is tight Gonna get laid tonight You need, you need